0: Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, this is Ruben Dua from the DubCod podcast Connection Loop. And today I have Reza Lavasani with me from Northern California. We're gonna talk about this incredibly important topic of how to get reliable online reviews. Now, the key word here is reliable because if reviews aren't reliable, if they're not trustworthy, if they're not legitimate, if they weren't from an actual real customer that went through the buying journey, bought the product, they're probably not gonna be very effective. So we have the expert to talk about this. Couple of questions that I wanna get into right off the bat are how can we sell a product and then legitimately ask for that review? Do we ask beforehand? Do we ask afterwards? You know, the next topic is how do we make it so that when people read these reviews, they they, they can just get the honesty from them. So let's just jump into those topics right
1: now, Reza. What do you got? Ruben, thanks for having me first. Excited to have this chat with you. Uh, well, good question. So you're asking about how can we know that the review is being authentic and the review is being l- reliable. Well, first so, first, I wanna know, what are ways
0: that we can get reviews? Like when, sure. how do we integrate that ask into
1: our whole sales and marketing cycle? Sure, so in order to get reviews, there are some, some ways in the market. Uh, first of all is the best way, which is organic way, right? So what happens in the organic way is you sell you should sell 100 to 200 units of your product and then you will get one organic review it's mm-hmm. known as the best model but the problem is in order to get those 100 to 200 units sold you need to spend a lot of ads especially for a product that you've just already launched so people uh, in like in general people don't like to buy uh, a product that doesn't have review or has a low number of reviews right so so you need to spend a lot of money to make people buy that product and then uh, ask them to review so that is the organic way but then there are some ways that are uh, legit in addition there are some other ways that are not legit so I'm not talking about the fake review providers uh, it's like talking about the drug dealers and count them as a service provider, I don't do that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So there are some legit ways that you can get reviews in a, you know, in a faster pace. Right. Those ways, some of them are like sample and product giveaway models that you give away your product and ask the customer to leave a review. And the other model, which is our model, which is a brand new model, is you simply uh, provide an incentive for the customers, for the everyday shoppers, that they would buy the product that they need, but uh, they will receive a percentage, a discount, kind of, as rebate after they review the product. So, in fact, you are selling still your product, but you are asking for a review, and you are making an incentive for that for the customer. This Mm -hmm. is you know, what I
0: love about uh, I love about this model of thinking about reviews as part of the sales process is that when we integrate this ask into into our product offering, not only does it drive more reviews potentially from our customers, but it forces us, it keeps us accountable to make the customer process, to make the buying process as seamless as it as it can be. If we know that our ultimate goal is to ask someone for a review, we're gonna make sure that everything was rock solid as that journey goes. You know, when I think of this in a restaurant capacity, if someone goes to a restaurant and orders food, if the goal of the, the waiter is to ask them for a Yelp review, everything that they do is gonna be good, their service is gonna be good, they're gonna make make sure that the food is good. So hold it, you know, getting reviews is like having an accountability partner. Right. And uh, and more of us need to do that. You know, one of the things that we did to ask for reviews is that we actually created a video which I just I'll just share a quick kind of screenshot to that video but it's a video that we created it's a team video that we created and it basically it's 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 cute it's emotional it kind of shows clips from from all of our things it shows me it shows Ina our operations manager and her daughter it's you know it, it's just it's it's adorable really frankly and what our goal was with this is to just let people know about the people
1: behind the company, personalize it, personalize it. Right. That's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. That's the way to go. I mean, yeah. I really like what you guys do. Awesome. I mean, yeah. So adding you- value to the market that has not been added before. And, uh, you know, you're, you're doing it in a great way, very compatible. I mean, I mean very, uh, I can say integrable with yeah. different systems. And uh, you can use it for different sales models and everything I like it. Yeah.
0: So here's, here's a kind of a question for you. So, you, you know, you mentioned this conversion rate of 1% to 2% with our customers acquired, right? So 1% to 2% uh, or maybe even 05 to 1% is going to be our review rate. So that that seems pretty dismal. I mean, if you want to get to a point where you have hundreds of reviews, if not thousands of reviews, you really have to kind of scale that model up of getting more reviews. Uh So when when we think about selling products, I never think about, I, I don't think, I cannot remember the last time I bought a product from someone and then I got some sort of a message afterwards from the founding team, from a customer service person that says, hey, what was the experience like? You know, do you have any feedback for us? Would you like to leave a review? I cannot remember the last time I received that. Mm-hmm. So how do we inspire people to 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 ask for more reviews? Because if we don't ask, we're probably not gonna
1: get them. Mm-hmm. So so the way that we solve this problem, actually it's a big problem. There are many companies trying to send emails to everybody and then text messages, SMS, you know, but, but the conclusion was people didn't like it. So mm-hmm. the way that we solve this problem was, Building a marketplace. So, we build a place that everyday shoppers can be a part of it, open to the public, free to use. So, everyday shoppers would have access to a huge list of products mm-hmm. the, pro- the products that are the latest version of the products manufactured by their fine brands, you know, not just random products. So, and in specific category that we are at home and kitchen and garden. So what happens is people will go there and they will see every product that they want. And the ones that they want to choose uh, as the product that they need, it, it's going to come with a rebate, a promised rebate. So they know that if they buy it, it is something they need it. So number one. And number two, it is on 35% discount. It's on 40% discount. So we have somewhere between 25 to 50% discount site-wide so they know that they will have that incentive after they share their honest authentic descriptive opinion about the product after they experience the product and that is where we are adding value both to the brand and to our online environment Mm -hmm. because online environment is full of fake reviews today so the way that we can incentivize people is that we don't tell them that, hey, you need to leave five a star, one star, leave whatever you think is right. We trust your judgment, but let us know why one a star or two star or three star or five a star. Talk about different attributes of the product. Right. And then we have gamified the model so people collect points as they write a better review uh, in terms of, talking about different attributes of the product. So, so in that case, people are open to not leave a review, but if they leave a review, they know that there's a cashback coming to their account after the review is left. Right. So that is how we solve this problem. You know, it's
0: interesting. We we have this model, which we, we didn't invent. We, we copied this from all the different app developers and websites that kind of do this. But it's this model of our goal is to get information. Our goal is to not get a review. And here's what I mean by that. In the, in the Dub mobile app, after you've created a video, a modal appears, a little pop-up appears and it says, please rate your experience with the Dub mobile app. If you rate five stars, it takes you to the app store. If you rate four stars, it takes you to the app store. If you rate three and below stars, it takes you to a contact form. And the reason why we decided to do this is not because we're shameless marketers that don't want to get bad reviews. It's because we want to be actionable about that information. If someone had an app crash, if someone had a bad experience, they didn't know how to use something, there was a missing tutorial video. We'd rather fix that for them and contact them and let them know that we fixed that because the information that they're providing to us is the most valuable thing. So As we started to kind of deploy that to our entire experience, we realized that the information was what was ultimately helping customers. You know, when a customer leaves a bad review, it doesn't always help them. It it Mm -hmm. gives them a means to express themselves and other people to read it. And it's probably not good for business. Um, But it's not like the product developers are scouring the bad reviews saying, oh, let me prioritize that fix or let me upgrade that in my product feature set. So we decided to kind of break that model and deliver that information, negative information, and give it right to the product team, right to the customer service team. And as a result, that's where we prioritize it. So gone are the days where we only hear when people are happy. Now we actually want to hear, you know, when people are unhappy so that we can, we can evolve. So, you know, my question is how do we encourage people to, to communicate when they're having a bad experience so that the product developers can make updates?
1: very very good question so you're doing a very smart action so uh by by what you're doing because you're using the reviews as feedback yeah it's super smart and that is what we want to do for our brands but let's be realistic people leave organic reviews only i mean not only but i can say 85 to 90 percent of times that they are unhappy about a product yes that's the real the real that's real. the
0: reality. That right that, there, that, what you just yeah. said
1: is the biggest problem with reviews. Exactly. That people don't
0: when they're happy, it's an assumed it's an assumed action. When, uh, exactly. they're, when they're pissed
1: off, that's when they want to express themselves. that's when they put one, two, three stars. But the yeah. the the solution for that is asking all the people who are purchasing it to leave the review. That's what we are doing. So chances are, I mean, the results shows that. These people, as if we, are, we have asked them that, clearly, you put one a star or five a star, you will get the exact rebate amount that we have promised at the first point, not even a cent less or more, but the average rating that we are receiving for the products on our marketplace are above four, the average rating. And why is that? Because these people are not necessarily those pissed off or those happy customers, there are normal customers, everyday customers, and chances are for a decent product, which is above four, people are people don't want to, you know, don't want to sam- manipulate a product. They don't want to sabotage. They want to, they want to uh, share their honest feedback, descriptive. And if there have some, there are some feedback. Let's say I have a three-star review, and is telling me that hey, listen, uh, this product, this product was good. But I didn't like the white color. If you you put some symbols on it, that would be a better product. And I would give you the five star. But necessarily, it might not be a bad feedback for next shopper because next shopper might be looking for a product that doesn't have any sign on it. Okay. So that three star would be a positive thing for that person. Yeah. So that is how we are solving this problem without... Uh, you know, just getting those bad or good customers to get you know on board. We want to have them both and have the real feedback.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, there there was this uh, there was this bar in Sherman Oaks, California, and it's called Mister Furley's Bar, and it's and it's on uh, Ventura Boulevard. And what's really interesting about this bar is that they have they have a lot of Good reviews they have 556 reviews on google maps Mm -hmm. and they have four it seems like they have a little over 4.5 but what's so interesting about their reviews is that when you look at some of their reviews some of them are absolutely terrible and what's interesting is that the the manager or the owner of this place what he or she decided to do was to respond to all of the bad reviews not to delete them not to mark them as spam not to mark them as inappropriate but was to actually lean in to whatever that review was for example if someone said the customer service at this place is terrible i had to wait five minutes at the bar to get my beer you should never go to this place Mm-hmm. So instead of, instead of ignoring it, instead of trying to delete it, get it removed, going through that whole kind of Yelp, Yelp Mafia process, yeah. as they call it, they just responded and they said, thank you for your feedback. As you might have noticed, we are a very popular bar in Southern California. In fact, a lot of the times we have a line outside. And as a result, it often takes some time to get your beer. So what we encourage you to do in that time is to enjoy the moment, spend time with your friends and your family with whom you came with, or even try to meet some of the magnificent people here at the bar. Thank you so much for patience, for your patience. And the next time you have to wait five minutes,
1: we hope you have a better experience. Very smart. They took that negative feedback as a marketing advantage for themselves. It was like awesome. Yeah.
0: You know, and... And nowhere, nowhere in that review was an apology. Nowhere in that review was saying, we will hire more people. We were, tr- we will try to streamline our process. It was not there. What was there was experience. And that's frankly part of, of the Mr. Furley's experience at this bar. And I remember reading some of those reviews and I was like, that's hilarious. I want to go to this place.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, because
0: it's a packed place, right? Right, it's a I, packed place. And, and, and
1: I already know that I have to wait a couple minutes extra. Fine.
0: I will do that. Exactly. Exactly. And and the best restaurants out there, as we know, sometimes they have the worst customer experience. You know, the waiters yeah. are rude. It takes a ton of time, but when the food comes, it all makes sense. You know, yeah.
1: happy ending. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and so, so I, th- I think, I think that my takeaway in this story is is sometimes bad reviews are actually a good thing. You know, it's it's not nice to get the stars to go down. So you have to you have to make sure that it's only like two percent, you know, of your reviews are bad. But those are all opportunities to communicate, you know, to uh,
1: improve and to build your brand. And let me tell you something: people are very smart today. People don't believe to a product that is five star with 80, 100 product eighty one hundred reviews. And you can see a lot of them on Amazon because Amazon has been historically manipulated so badly by the fake review providers. Yeah. review providers are like, this is giveaway product, but give me, you have to only pay a five-star review, get a five-star review. So, so what is happening is people have understood that if it is five-star 100 reviews, it's too good to be true. People want to go see and read that negative review and Maybe that negative review is not a bad thing for themselves. Like what you said, you need to wait five minutes to get your beer. It's like, what the what the hell is that? Right. But I'm like, okay, I have extra time. I want to enjoy my time with my partner. So cool. I'm gonna wait five minutes more. It's a packed place. I like it. So your your that person's five one star was not necessarily a bad thing for me. It didn't even get me thinking bad about that place. So right. we believe, as exactly as you said, that low star reviews are actually good for marketing it's not negative but as right. you know, it should not be 2.5 star rating product right that's the whole thing
0: i never trust um, i never trust a site i never trust a company where it's like all five star reviews you know it's filled up that's just it's it's obviously fake that's impossible if you're doing that you're not you're not selling enough product, and if you're not selling enough product, you're not getting feedback. You're not scaling. It's not a good product because there's not a lot of demand for it, you know, or it's or it's fake, or there's some sort of a, a third party manipulation. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you. you. Know that's what brings the honesty. It's it's having some of those bad reviews because frankly, when someone's having a bad day, it feels really good for them. To just crush someone else mm-hmm. to just speak negatively about someone to to curse someone while they're driving to leave a bad review
1: on yelp or on amazon and to, then let me tell you something this. nasty let me add you this part so uh there are some bad competitors that uh. go on amazon or on walmart that go kill the competitor like the other competitors product right uh. after they are born so they, they buy that product five, 10 times and leave one star review, boom, 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 boom. The product is dead right at the time after the abort. So what we wanna do is even help those brands. So we wanna make Ravioli as the place that all online shoppers believe on the review. So if your rating on Amazon, on Walmart is 2.5, but Revioli's rating is 4.8, People would believe on Revioli's rating more than that 2.5. And if your rating is five star and revioli is 3.5, people would believe in Revioli's reviews much more than that five star. That is what we want to make by Revioli. Very cool. So what is what is
0: the the sort of the founding story behind um Revioli? How did you guys come up with this concept? And
1: then how did you guys enter the marketplace? Sure. So we, uh, my one of my co-founders and I we were like in e-commerce business for the last six years. We were Amazon sellers, Walmart sellers, eBay sellers. so, so we were we were doing uh, like all private label wholesale together. So we, we understood the problem that are out there. We had a product that was dead like this in a week by bad competitors, receiving 10 reviews, the product right the way it was dead. We were like, holy shit, like we should do something with it, right? Like, if somebody cannot kill my product that I put a lot of money and attention to it, and I know it's a good product. So, so we came up with the idea to provide a service for this problem. And it took us a year and a half, two years, to establish Revioli as a place that solve all those problems and much more for the brands, because I was a brand myself, and I know how tough the job of a brand is so our goal on Reviewly, one of our visions, is uh, make that, uh, you know, enable every single brand to find their unit economics for the newly launched products, not in months, but in weeks. And in order to do that, we had to make a legitimate system that works with all retailers, all websites, and they can receive the reviews on any website or marketplace that they want, but the reviews that people trust and add new traffic to them.
0: Nice. Well, that, that sounds incredible. I mean, one of the things that I would love to work on with you is some sort of an integration um, where people can share reviews and have a video from the customer service team or from even the founders of the company um, to really add that human personalization. So you guys, you guys have a story on how you guys found Dub, right? At one point, um, you guys were searching for some sort of a solution, and you guys kind of stumbled upon us some some time ago. what What was that process like?
1: yeah, so so we needed to find customers, right? so so what my co-founder and I was maybe about two years ago, and I told him, probably, listen, we if we use a model that instead of just sending you know text email to uh, people, we uh, we can actually send a video that we are talking to the customer and telling the customer what's going on and uh probably the conversion is gonna be crazy right and it was like oh yeah that's a crazy good idea and that was his mission to find uh, a system to do that and then they find they found up and it was very valuable we we actually i mean our customers were like wow that's crazy like how could you do that and and then we were having like a one or two minute video for them on an email, and the conversion was awesome. So thanks to you for the great service.
0: Yeah, well, thank you for saying that. I mean, one of the things that, that we always try to do is to just give people options for reviews. Um, you know, here is kind of our version of that on our reviews video where we where we send folks to all the various platforms. You know, we're a software company, so the companies that we use for reviews are Trust Radius, Captera, G2. Of course, the Play Store, App Store, and Chrome Store. So we're always trying to, uh, you know, drive traffic to to that place. Um, so who knows what what's in store for us in terms of a collaboration? But would love to explain expand that further. I can see that actually. Yeah, I can. And then where can uh, where can people find you? Social channels? Um,
1: where do you like to be connected with? Uh LinkedIn is a good place. And I'm not that active on Twitter, but I'm planning to become more active. But Uh, LinkedIn is a very nice place that we can, I'm pretty available on LinkedIn. Very cool. Yeah. And then. Awesome. Well, I
0: encourage folks to, to go to Revioli.com, R-E-V-I-O-L-Y.com and to also connect with, um, with you on LinkedIn. So what is, what's your, what's your uh, LinkedIn URL? Uh, I think it's it's actually right here. It's it's yes. linkedin.com forward slash Reva Lavasani. So there it is. Yeah, they just search Reza Lavasani. They can't find
1: it. Unbelievable! Thank you so much for your time. Oh, absolutely! Thanks so much for having me. It was pleasure talking to you. And I know that there is a lot that Revioli and Dob can do together. We'll
0: we'll stick around after the call and let's let's talk about that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> All
1: right. Thanks for your audience time too. Thanks.